Hello, and welcome to Spectology, the science fiction book club podcast. I'm your host, Adrian. And I'm Matt. And usually on this podcast, each month we choose a book, read it, and talk about it. Um, What we're also trying out is doing some smaller interstitial episodes, which we're calling In Conversation, where Matt and I, and sometimes a guest, we have a few guests scheduled for later, uh, take a topic in science fiction and just talk about it. Uh, For our other episodes, we do a lot of research and we actually write out an outline. These are going to be a little bit more just like in conversation about a topic. And this week, this month, I guess, uh, we're talking about spoilers and the concept of spoilers and the social structure of spoilers and what spoilers mean to people, because we record both spoiler-free and spoilerific episodes, and we kind of wanted to talk about what that means to both of us, because we have very, very different opinions on this. So you just like told everyone what's in this episode without a warning just now. (laughs) Yes, I told them what the title is literally going to tell them. Well, maybe some of them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) None of this bullshit. It's too early for that. Um, So actually, Matt, I I wanted to start out um, by posing to you a question. And sorry for the train noise in the background. Um, what, What does a spoiler mean to you? What does the word spoiler mean to you? And then I'm going to answer once you do. Um, so I don't, I don't think of myself as having like a grandiose theory of spoilers, but I guess that's been thrust upon me. Oh, you definitely Um, do though. (laughs) Like in um, action you do. No, because no, no, no. Uh, the reason I say that is because I, I don't like, I didn't start with a theory or something like that. I just, I just have things that I like and don't like. And then like, I've come up with a sort of couple of phrases that I deploy to people about those things to try to get them to, you know, to try to get other people to maybe go along with what I'm wanting. Mm -hmm. So, okay. What does that mean? All right. So I, I really like to not know anything about a story before I start reading or watching or consuming it. I like to have zero. And I, so that means I don't read the backs of books I don't read the little blurb on Amazon about the movie. I don't um, ask people what happens. Very occasionally I will ask some, and it does depend a little bit about what, on what we're talking about. I mean, if it's something that I care, the more, generally the more I care about the story, the less I want to know about it. I sometimes do, but I sometimes don't. Um, And typically if I really care about it, like, What's a good example of that? I mean, if it's like a classic movie, for example, that I've heard is really, really good, like Vertigo, for instance. I didn't see Vertigo until relatively recently, like last year or the year before. And uh, I tried very hard, you know, within what I think is reason to never learn what Vertigo was about. All I knew was that it was a Hitchcock movie. That's literally all I knew. And I'm so glad because I enjoyed it so much Uh, and it was a wonderful movie and I'm really glad that I didn't know anything about it. And so to me, the word spoilers is just like I've sort of I've glommed onto the use of this word as a way of warning people that this is a thing that I like doing. That is to say, I don't like learning about things before I read them or see them. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll tell people as a result, like, oh, you know, I don't like spoilers. But really, it's just like I never liked spoilers. And this the use of this word was something I learned later in my life to to like explain it to people. Right. Right. See, my take on it has always been like spoilers should be reserved for things that will actually ruin the experience 
of reading or watching or whatever something for the first time um which well, is but like, that's yeah i mean but like to me almost yeah, like, any- shut up and let me talk okay <laughs> <laughs> you spoke for five minutes straight. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So for for me, like that list of things, I think, is much smaller than for like a lot of people um, mm-hmm. in particular, like, you know, ma- you know, even major plot twists like I, I, I read the Song of Ice and Fire books after I knew the major plot twist of the first book. And that was fine. I, I honestly, that was what got me to read the books was learning that plot twist. I probably would not have read them otherwise. Um, and, uh, you know, so I feel oftentimes like I, I get in situations where there are, you know, this kind of expectation amongst like our nerd communities that we live in that like if like you can't talk about things because you might spoil it for someone else. And so all conversation has to be done on a very superficial level, um, which I find just like incredibly annoying when someone's like, no, don't talk about that thing because I haven't seen it yet. And it's like, well, trust me that I'm not going to ruin it for you. But also, like, are you going to see it? Like, you know, are like is you is my whole existence and ability to talk about this stuff like does it like I have to care what you care about more than like actually talking about a thing, um, which I know that you like disagree with this. No, I don't totally disagree with that at all. I mean, I understand it's sort of like I don't think that I presume to tell people what they can or can't talk about. Mostly, I just want a warning. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's it. Like I I do the work the way I see it. I do the work of, of avoiding the stuff, but I need a little help sometimes to know what it is to avoid and so, mm-hmm. for instance, like you, you say that there's this conversation going on uh, where people like, you know, in nerd communities, you know, talk about the conversation you describe as being annoying um, is a conversation I never even participated in because I <laughs> avoid it because <laughs> I don't want spoilers. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But like, like <laughs> how do you how do you avoid it? I don't generally read. Like reviews of things before i see them sure but almost like, like do you don't, don't have like friends who enjoy the same kind of movies you do and might talk about one before you've seen it like i'm actually talking about in-person shit not internet shit yeah right here um well so it, it to some extent it's it's inevitable you know there's some stuff you can't avoid like i haven't seen infinity war but like everybody at work talked about it like the day after it came out and like okay whatever that's fine though because generally speaking i'm in the fortunate position of you know the people i spend most of my day-to-day life with my work colleagues um you know we don't have a lot i mean we have interests in common but we don't have like the same we don't care about things um, mm-hmm. in a similar enough way for this to be a huge problem for me, because like the stuff that they'll spoil automatically is just stuff that I don't particularly care about anyway. Right. You're not, you're not worried about Marvel movie spoilers or whatever. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what, what is it? That I mean, is it like the, the, like, is it just the properties that you care about or like specific, not even properties, but like specific works that you care about that you don't want to like learn anything about? To be clear, if I had a choice, if it were easy enough, I would avoid learning something about Marvel movies also. But it's just like, it's a cost benefit thing. Like, Okay, so here's my question. How do you know what to like watch? How do you know what you will enjoy and what you won't? And like, how do you like, you know, find new books to read or new movies to watch? 
it it tends to be really high level, I think. So it's pretty abstract. So for instance, um, you know, we were uh we were talking about a book called The Ballad of Black Tom off mic. Mm. Um and uh, you know, I mean spoiler alert, we're gonna be talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast yeah. spoiler alert. Yeah, right. And um I haven't read it. Um it's actually strange to think about what I know about this book. I don't know very much about it. Um, I know I have a couple of, I, I think I know something about the themes and the setting. Mm-hmm. And that's probably like, you know, a couple sentences worth of information about those things. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of cases, I'm trying to think of another example. Um, okay, here's an example. Midnight's Children, very famous novel. A lot of people have discussed it a lot over the last like 30 years or whatever since it came out. More than that, I think. Um, Who wrote it? I actually don't know. That's that that Sa- Salman Rushdie. It's it's. Oh, uh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so um, that's a that's a book that, um, you know, before I read it, I actually all I knew about it was that it was famous and that it was in some sense about India and Pakistan, and I didn't. I really didn't know anything else about it. Um, I knew that it was considered very good and very influential. You know, I sort of that and and like I didn't even really know much about Salman Rushdie's other work. So, you know, that and that was good. I, I want that's how I wanted it to be. I didn't know more because I had sort of chosen to mm-hmm. not know more, I, you know. Um, it's interesting because I'm thinking back to a book that you actually recommended to me initially, um, Cloud Atlas by David Mitchell. And when you mm. recommended it to me, you like literally handed me a physical copy and said, like, read it and don't read the back and don't learn anything about it. And don't, you know, just like go yeah. for it. And I had a really hard time with that. And I, and I understand why you did. I mean, there's like talking about the talking about even the like very structure of the book could ruin it for a certain type of reader. But I actually like in the first chapter was is is very um stylized it's very like stylized mm-hmm. language it's written as if it were written fr- in like the 1700s or 1800s um and so i had a really difficult time with the book at first because i just had no idea what it actually was and like contrary your advice like went forward and like read like a couple of pages from mm-hmm. like later chapters and was like oh i do like this book and i will actually like give it the time of day and like continue with it um and it's interesting so on the one hand like that wasn't enough for me to actually understand what the structure was and how it worked and kind of the intricacies of it which i really did enjoy getting to learn for the first time hmm. but just knowing that there's multiple stories instead of one long story like you know you deemed that as something that i should definitely not know and i do that <laughs> as something like if i don't know whether that's true or not i'm not going to finish reading this it's funny you the way you told the story because i i don't remember being so prescriptive i i actually think you know you should enjoy the book however you want the reason i i believe i said that and the reason i probably said it is because that's what i would have wanted somebody to say to me right and so i was just trying to you know you know i was yeah and um and it's also funny, you know, you say at the very beginning, you you didn't know what was going on. I think that's the feeling I love. I love that yeah. feeling. That feeling is, is to me, is the heart and soul of the magic of experiencing a piece of art. It's mm-hmm. not knowing what you're going to get. It, right. It's like, it's like exploring it as an undiscovered country. See, I enjoy that once there's a certain level of trust built up. And I think this is maybe where like you're easier to trust, like you're, you're quicker to trust a work than I am potentially. Hmm. Well, it's easy for me to like, 
like if I if I don't like it, then I don't like it. You know what I mean? Like then I'll right. just put it down. Like I don't care. Yeah. Like <laughs> you do you do stop reading books that you don't like? Uh yeah, I do. But I've gotten pretty good at um well, you know, it's interesting. Actually, it's very rare. It's huh. very rare. And yeah, that's, that's because I was wondering about that. How often do you read a book all the way through and at the end decide you didn't like it? Mm, I typically don't express my feelings about books as I liked it or I didn't like it. Well, sure. I mean, obviously that's super no, no, no. reductive, but there are times where you like clear, like clearly there are times where you like watch a movie and at the end are like, oh, I actually didn't enjoy that as much as I wanted to, or that wasn't yeah. worth the time I, I took, right? Like I'm being reductive, but we have five no, no, minutes. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't <laughs> No, But like, like I literally don't think about that as much. Like maybe I hate it or something. Hate is the word I would, I guess I would use maybe. So like I, uh, it's very rare. It's very rare that I finish a book and, and feel like I hated it. Mm-hmm. Mo- very common is the feeling like that was all right. I think a lot of things are all right. Right. I think, and, and what that means is that I see something in it that I think that I like, and then something in it that I didn't like. That's just right. basically like uh, it's hard. See, and I a think this is for example. me. Like, if I if I am reading a book and I'm like. You know, to me, like, it's all right is really saying, like, on the whole, I like it less or I I dislike it more than I like it. Mm -hmm. And like, if I'm reading a book uh, that I feel that way about, I stop reading it pretty much immediately. Like, I'm happy. I've stopped reading books after the first chapter and I've literally put books down in the last chapter because I realized it wasn't going to get good enough to, like, be worth the next hour to just finish it. It occurs to me there are a lot of books where... I put it down within the first 10 pages. That's mm-hmm. a thing I do. Like mm-hmm. if I don't get past the first chapter, yeah, that happens. And so maybe a lot of the filtering is going on there. I think a lot of the filtering right. goes on there and it goes on before I even pick it up. So I, and so with that, I'm curious, like given that you're willing to filter a book after the first 10 pages, why are you so upset when people like mention what happens in the first 10 pages? Well, it's not, I just don't want to know it. I mean, like to me, I want the, like, I'll give you, uh, I don't know if you know, there, there's, there's no example to give that will make this necessarily make intuitive sense to you mm-hmm. if you don't already feel this way. But right. just, I, I suppose, you know, in my experience, I enjoy, I enjoy it more when I don't know. Um, and I understand it, it it's always going to be a cost benefit thing for me mm-hmm. and for everybody else. Like, you know, there's some things that are just harder to not talk about. How do you even like, go through life without mentioning like, you know, the fact that it's a science fiction book. Oh no, you spoil the fact that it's a science fiction book. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, obviously there's a certain amount of, there's a tra- there are trade-offs involved in these discussions, but I'm just saying, I really, there are, I've had so many magical, like for example, uh, 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 the book Anathem by Neil Stevenson is a book I really, really enjoyed mm-hmm. when it came out. I, I read it right away and I loved it. Um, I wanted to read it because I have read his other books and I know that I like his work in general. So I bought it and I started reading and I didn't know anything about it. And I know, uh, I suppose one thing I knew is that it was going to be a standalone novel and it was going to be different from his other work in some different setting with different characters because that's the way he typically operates. So I assumed that. Mm -hmm. That's really all I knew. And that's a book, if you've read it, you'll know that it's a book that has a lot of uh, world building and a lot of, um, information that is not 
uh, obvious when you start reading it that, <laughs> about the setting that that you know right. some people might plausibly prefer to know beforehand. Yeah. Um, and for that reason, he includes in the book a sort of uh, I forget if it's like a like it's a glossary. Yeah. yeah, he has an appendix at the bottom exactly. that it, like lists every single neologism and what exactly. it actually means. Exactly. And a lot of them are like you know a lot of those if you look it up the very first time that it appears in the novel, it's going to spoil some later plot point of the novel, which is kind of interesting about the way that he right. fashioned that. Yeah. And and so to me, that that that's sort of that to me represents an author who takes this conversation seriously and who's thought about it, how to mm-hmm. do it in a way that serves everybody's interests. That's right. what I'd like to see. I'd like to see more of that because I loved that book and I never looked at the the glossary. Right. I I, I I like it would ne- I would never look at the glossary. That's the exact thing that I don't want to do. And right. the glossary is there, I feel, you know, to provide the exact service that so many people do want. I mean, my, you know, so many people I know, aside from you, also have the basic, like, y- you want to know enough to know if you should spend your time. Great. That makes sense to me. I, I feel like I understand your point of view. Um, it's mm. literally just a, a, a qualia thing. I mean, it's my, my experience is a little bit different in that. Right. You know, well, and I think maybe it's worth, you know, talking a little bit about how we've structured the podcast in light of this conversation. Um, you know, one, one thing in particular is like we have these pre-read episode and post-read episodes. And I, you know, in my head when putting this idea together, I was like, I don't want to call it like no spoilers and spoilers because that feels like a little bit reductive right like it's more about the kind of Mm -hmm. purpose of it one is like you Mm -hmm. know listen to this before you read the book if you want the context kind of surrounding the book exactly and read this after you've read the book if you don't want to know the plot of the book before you like hear an analysis of it if you want to get the plot yourself first before you hear analysis but really like that's what it is it's like context and then analysis and i would imagine based on my own podcast listening habits and and what i know from other people that like some people are not going to listen to either episode until after they've read the book and some people are going to listen to both episodes and then decide if they want to read that book or not and like i you know i'm a big Mm -hmm. fan of giving um readers and listeners and whatever like that kind of agency and like tell them like mm-hmm. hey this is this is what you're getting like it you know says on the tin what you're gonna get yep um you know i've also tried to structure the show notes that way where it's like hey you'll <laughs> you know know yeah. what you're gonna get in this episode because the show notes are gonna like block out for you like what it is that's in it so that you can know whether you want to you know spend somewhere between an hour and i think our longest episode is almost three hours long so it's like we <laughs> mm-hmm. feel like it's kind of important at that point to tell tell people what they're getting into for three hours um mostly I really about agree. an hour and a half <laughs> yeah no i really agree with all of that and, I, and you know if it were me the way that i would listen to this podcast if i didn't already know what was in every episode uh, and the way that i do interact with like book reviews and stuff like that is um I generally look at the titles of the of the episodes mm-hmm. and I'll I'll sort of make a decision am I going to do I want to read this based on the tiny information I know about the author and the title um in the next like year or two or not right. and if I don't then I'll check out the first episode that's kind of that is literally how mm-hmm. I would operate and so a lot I actually realized just as you were saying this stuff a lot of what I do is I I I'm very interested in learning about authors as a p- authors and like genre stuff and like people's ideas about things mm-hmm. separate from a specific work of theirs or something 
that is one very important way that I filter things. Totally. That makes a lot of sense too. And that, that kind of makes sense that you're divorced. You're, you know, maybe learning about the kind of themes and like what they would care to write about. I said, almost goes back to the conversation we had with Tobias, like you're able to talk about all the themes he personally cares about without having to feel like you're spoiling his novels. Cause I mean, you're, you're in the, in the process of reading some of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's, and, and, and yeah, it's funny that it's almost hard for me to comprehend what about what I'm saying is, is hard to understand. Like it didn't occur to me that you would even have that question, you know? Right. Well, I'm curious, you know, I mean, like you've, (laughs) uh, do you have any questions for me about this kind of stuff? Like you said, this was in conversation. I feel like it's very much like (laughs) me asking you questions. Like, um, let me ask you this. What, are there any things in life that you are maybe more like me about? Yeah, I think I think there are. I mean, one thing one thing in particular for me is like the amount of time I'm going to have to invest in something, the like less I want it spoiled, I think. Or or well, for instance, I uh uh my partner and I recently watched all of The Americans, um the TV show on FX that that recently finished and Part of why we did was I had a friend who told me that like, hey, it ends and it ends really, really well. Right. And it's like that in some ways might be considered a spoiler to some people because it's specifically talking about the end of it. But for me, that was like, oh, great. Like I can, you know, I know I can put the time and effort into this. And the other thing he did was actually like talk through some of the plot points in the first season, even though I hadn't seen the first season yet. And, you know. Six years ago, those things might have been considered spoilers if I were watching then. But at this point, it's like, no, if I'm going to get into something that's going to take me uh, like, you know, three days straight, you know, it was like 72 hours of, of watching to actually watch the whole thing. And obviously we did that over like a month and a half or something. But um, like I want to I, w- I want to like know some of those plot points before. I want to know that, you know, what I'm getting into is good. But I, at the same time, I was very careful not to learn anything about the later seasons that were already out until I like started watching them. So, so I don't know. I also, I, you know, we're we're at the same time, like, you know, and I, and part of this is like, I don't really give a shit about the Marvel movies. Like they're fun and that's about it to me. You know, I really liked black Panther and I really liked Thor Ragnarok and the rest are just sort of like, I don't even remember them. Um, Oh, that's so true. I really liked, the first Iron Man too. I've probably seen that movie like 20 times because I lived with someone who would just like <laughs> put it on in the background on repeat even. Um, <laughs> so I, I have a soft spot for that movie. But um, yeah, like I, you know, I, I knew what was going to happen just because I was like, oh, well, the comics are already out. I wonder what's in the comics, <laughs> you know, because I don't care that much about like spoilers in that case. And I think that, most of the time my feeling is that there are time like here's the problem i can't think of a time that knowing like a quote unquote like plot spoiler actually ruined the experience of reading something for me like maybe it maybe i enjoyed it slightly less or maybe i felt less shock when the thing happened but i can't think of any book where like knowing a specific plot point meant that I couldn't enjoy that book that if I was going to enjoy it in the first place, right? Mm -hmm. Like a good book for me, like especially books, I, I, maybe movies are different. I, I, but like, especially books, like 
there's so much in a good book that if knowing a specific plot point is going to mean that I shouldn't read that book, then I'm probably not going to read the book in the first place. <laughs> right? Like if if on average it's like that shock is the thing that brings me to it, then eh, you know. And like clearly like I I I enjoy not knowing certain things before I read them or watch them, but Yeah. What about something that's not maybe just totally unlike a book or a movie i mean is there an experience in life that you prefer to know very little about before you do it well like what a, are you thinking about i don't even know i mean is it ever true that you like surprise parties is it ever true that you like oh interesting. um you know uh to not know what an event is going to be before you go to it like you know you know like no. a person's going to be there you don't know what's going to happen no, <laughs> mm-hmm. I like knowing what I'm getting into. I think I probably don't. I, I don't love surprises in my day to day life. I mean, one thing like I do enjoy doing um, like puzzles sometimes like mm-hmm. puzzle games or like like mechanical puzzles and that kind of thing. And and they're like, obviously, the whole point is figuring out how it works and like for ones I'm never going to do, I enjoy other pe- watching other people figure out how they work. But for ones I am going to do, I I, I want to have that experience myself. But that is literally the entire experience is figuring out how it works. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a really the same thing. What about no. um, what about a video game? Do you ever like when you play a video game that has a narrative? Um, how I you don't do those? is the problem. I haven't ah. played a video game with a narrative since like <laughs> high school, probably. Interesting. Do you and remember even in high school? I never gave a shit about narrative in video games. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, even half like I like all these video games I used to play. Like, it's funny. I'll talk about them with people now. And I remember it in terms of like level design and in, you know, guns and, you know, or, or whatever, you know, like the cars you played and other yeah. people talk about the story. And I'm like, I literally didn't get it. And we've talked about this. Like you like JRPGs and other like yeah. CRPGs a lot. And I, just have never gotten into them because I don't care about the story. The story yeah. is just never interesting to me for that stuff. Yeah. What what I like in video games, uh-huh. I like mining in Minecraft. I just like building yeah. elaborate geometrical mines and hoarding as many diamonds as I can. I literally just have like boxes of diamonds and oh, that's all I give a shit so is good. having like the number of diamonds. I, I have definitely see the appeal of that. I like that too. <laughs> Ac- like pure accumulation yeah, exactly. is such a powerful motif in games. Um, that's a whole other topic though. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. It's definitely a, um, all right. Well, now that we've solved spoilers, um, right. I hope that, uh, some, I hope that everybody's gotten something good out of this. Spoiler alert. Spoilers <laughs> don't exist. <laughs> spoiler alert. The word spoilers <laughs> is already too loaded and fraught. <laughs> because right. of internet conversations that I already feel weird. Right. Using it. Well, and that's, you know, that just, just to like wrap up my own point here, I think for me, that's a lot of it. Like I've moderated a, a lot of online communities and specifically to talk about those. I think there is often a problem of like, you know, you can't go on Reddit and even talk about a specific book without having just like big black bars that you have to click on to be able to see. And it's like, no, it's a thread about a book. Like, don't click on that thread if you haven't read the book. Like, that should be 
the user's problem, not the people talking about it problem. And I, I feel very strongly <laughs> about this, that like you, you can't expect everyone else in your life to edit themselves for you. Like it's your job to be like, Oh, Hey, I haven't seen this. So I'm going to leave instead of, Oh, Hey, I haven't seen that. So you better shut up. And I think I feel very strongly about that generally. It, that's such a weird thing for me because, um, I'm clearly on the other side, but I also like, I have never been the guy who clicks on the thread about the book because I, I like I, I would never click on the thread about right. the book. Right. No, I know. I, like, I don't think you are on the other side of this in particular. Well, but I, I sort of I can't help but like identify with the people that don't want spoilers because I am such right. a person. Right. But I, I would I personally have never and would never click on that thread. So it's like right. weird to me. Yeah, no, every time so one of the one of the the print SF uh, which I don't moderate as much anymore, but like back when I did, like every time we had a thread about a specific book and people were talking about spoilers of that book in that thread, people would like report it to us and be like, Hey, you need to delete this because there's spoilers. And every time we'd be like, no, we don't. Cause that's how you talk. Like it's literary analysis. Like we're talking about books here. That's literally the whole point of this entire like 40,000 person community is to talk about books. And so people have to be able to talk about what happens in books to have good conversation. Anyway, <laughs> makes sense to me. <laughs> I'll get off my hobby horse with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fair. Cool. Okay, well, hopefully folks have enjoyed this weird little episode of <laughs> us antagonizing each other. <laughs> Specifically me antagonizing Matt. <laughs> I don't I don't feel antagonized. I just I I I long for the world, the future world where people like me can be understood. <laughs> I think people like you are the majority and are understood. That's so funny because I definitely don't feel that way at all. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. I never, I don't know anyone in my life who cares about spoilers, about not seeing spoilers as much as I do. Okay. That's fair. I, I, yeah, that's fair. I, I think more what I mean is that like, because I don't know anyone in my day-to-day life who cares about st- spoilers as like least as little as I do. This is actually it's <laughs> it's very funny that like two of us doing this podcast together. Like, That's so funny. Given how different we are in our like, because we like the same kind of books. Like I feel yeah. like our the books that we like overlap totally. some well, but our reading habits are just so vastly different. Yeah. It's, it's good fun. Though. It it's is. Good. I'm glad that there's that tension there. I yeah. feel like otherwise it would all be like. No, but I feel like I. I so agree, I live. Agree. Agree. I know. I know. But but my partner is just like you. And so I mm-hmm. I like I interact with that a lot. Right. Um, and I think I don't know if you've got you guys have ever talked about that, but you might have. I don't know. Me and Jen. No, no, no. You and Steph. Oh, no, I don't think I don't think we have. No, but she's think- just like you. Yeah, I think we just like talk about books up front and I don't ask her if she's read them and she doesn't ask me. <laughs> right, because it wouldn't even occur to either. That's hilarious because, of course, it wouldn't occur to either of you to give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, again, I try I try to make an effort with other people. Like, I really that's do. so funny <laughs> but, imagining you two. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's more just like for myself, like, you know, I, I like I, I feel like. Yeah, I, I, I want to be clear. I don't purposely spoil stuff for people who've asked not to be spoiled. And like, that's a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm not advocating being a dick to people, just to be clear. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, all anyway. right. Well, I think I think that was it for us at this point. <laughs> I know you have to run Good off stuff. real quick here. Indeed. Um, well, so that was our little weird in conversation mini-sode. Um, our art is done by Noah Bradley. You can find him at noahbradley.com. Our music is done by WJ on SoundCloud. You can search WJ. And please, we'd love to know what you think. You can tweet us at, at SpectologyPod on Twitter or email us at spectologypod.gmail.com. Uh, also, feel free to submit this episode on Reddit. Like I said earlier, the subreddit that I pay attention to is printsf.reddit.com. Um, and I'd love to continue this conversation with our audience. You know, we're, we're in conversation with each other, but also want to hear how other people think about spoilers and get a discussion about this started on the internet. Um, next week, we are going to be doing our Romy Futch post-read spoiler episode spoilers so read that um that's gonna be really fun and right now we have a a guest scheduled for it um a friend of mine who i think is gonna have some really fun things to say about that so yeah that should be fun uh we'll see you next week bye guys bye